I'm realizing like, holy shit, I, I was so close to like losing everything and now I'm going to live. And like, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> exhausting to think about. It's so many feelings, you know? Hello, friends. Hello. And friends. Yes, <laughs> I forgot the friends part. Oh, I was going to have a witty come back to that, but I can't. (laughs) Welcome back to Pickles and Vodka, the mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations. I'm Christina. And I'm Lauren. And today is part two of our How to Help When Everything Sucks uh, series, I guess you could call it. Yeah, (laughs) mini series. Yeah, really great feedback for the first part where we talked about like what helps us when literally nothing helps. And so today Mm -hmm. we will be continuing that conversation, but we're going to be sharing your answers to the question, what helps when nothing really helps? So we're super excited to get into that. I haven't um, looked at the answers yet, but I do see that we have a lot. So I'm excited about this. Yeah, we have a lot. Um, But first, there's a few things we want to deal with right off the top, I guess. Housekeeping, if you will. Um, Yeah, I I wanted to take a minute... um Uh, I don't know. Usually I'm the one that takes care of housekeeping. And so this is Lauren's first time kind of taking the wheel, if you will. Yeah, be gentle (laughs) on her. But yeah, it was it was just something that happened. And um, yeah, just kind of like had a response in something that I kind of wanted to I don't know, get out there to, to everyone. Public service announcement. (laughs) Yes. A pickle service (laughs) announcement. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't. We'll have tote bags for you later. Sorry, sorry, continue. This is serious. Anyway, yes, yes. Um, So we had like over the past week or so, there there was an incident where um, it was brought to my attention that someone was unhappy with one of our episodes. We had to take it down. This isn't, you know, like us being censored or anything. It was something actually where I was in the wrong. And as soon as it was brought to my attention, we took the necessary steps to fix this. So that's that. Don't don't want to rehash any of that stuff. But I was thinking about it, and I also was only made aware of this by a third party. So I wanted to use this as an opportunity to remind all of our listeners that they are allowed to contact us about anything. We give out our social media for a reason. And it's so you can connect with us when, I mean, we hope it's mostly positive and you're telling us how awesome we are. Laughs nervously. <laughs> but also, I mean, if, if something, you know, our, a topic, a comment, one of our many lovely tangents just didn't sit right with you, then it, we want to know that too. And, you know, I understand if you don't want to start a heavy conversation on my dog's Instagram. That's <laughs> not the main thing I give out. I mean, but, we have an d- email address. It's picklesandvodkapodcast at gmail.com. Um, we yeah. always welcome feedback. Even on, on one of our Instagrams or on our Facebook, you know, you can like private message or DM or something so it's not out in the open. I would be happy if you said like, hey, this didn't sit with me. Can we take it to private email? Absolutely. Yeah. If maybe we told a story about you and you don't want it out there. I mean, we try to keep things anonymous, but still, we, we tell yeah. a lot Basically, of stories. Basically, if, if there's a problem that we can fix then we want our listeners to feel that they can trust us and they can be open with us. And we want to only produce top-notch content. Exactly. (laughs) Or at least only as good of content as two depressed, probably ADHD and screwed up in the head people who are trying to make their way through this world can do. (laughs) Um, I want to add to this. First of all, I agree with everything you said. Uh, We are very imperfect people, and these conversations are also very imperfect. Not that that's an excuse, but we, like, sometimes we just aren't aware of what we're doing. And with that said, I have taken episodes down before, because when I started this, I was a lot less educated than I am now. And... Uh, when I listen back to old episodes, like so I've seen a lot of the ways that the way I talk about this stuff has changed, mm-hmm. and that's good. But I there's also been moments where I've seen how the way I was talking about something could have come across as hurtful to either you know a group of people or whatever. And so yeah, there's been a few episodes I've archived for that reason. Yeah. So I mean, something that I was thinking of relating to this this whole 
thing is, um, we say this a few times, you know, I am from an older generation than Christina. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a 12 year difference between us. Yeah. But that means that, you know, I very much grew up with no one even questioning the idea that we just said, like, there's two genders. And so sometimes I, I need somebody to tell me, you know, I don't identify as this or this. And, you know, please use my correct pronouns. And I would a million times rather somebody like point it out and say like, hey, I use they, them, not, you know, you called me she or something like that. I would much rather they do that than sit there and be like, oh my God, this person is, you know, being so offensive to me by not using my pronouns. <laughs> yeah. And I also want to say like, we're not putting the responsibility completely on the other people to bring this up to us because that's, that's unfair. You know, no, like no. we shouldn't. We need to do the work and we're trying to do the work and we're not perfect. Um, and if you feel like you have the capacity to message us and, you know, maybe help us along, that's great. But we don't expect it of you. But please, yeah, let us know if something really bothers you and or if you think it would be triggering to someone else. Yeah, it's just mainly I, I want the opportunity. I don't I don't want people to be sitting there and I don't know. Flat, writing imaginary hate mail in their heads. Yeah, that's we the last thing I us. want. We want you to love us. <laughs> we want you to be our just, friend. Yeah, just like us, okay? Oh, I'm such a goddamn people pleaser. That's what I was thinking. We're so people pleasing. I think I'm ready to hear what helps when nothing helps. Yeah. Oh, wait. We, I mean, we kind of skipped the part where we talk about how we're doing this week. Oh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add other than the incident that you just described. I said, that, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how are, how are you personally, Lauren, feeling in light of that? My initial reaction, I don't think that I can describe it because there, it, it, there's too Details. many specifics involved. Yeah it, was yeah. Just, it was kind of like anger, but not anger aimed at the person that you would think. And yeah, and just in light of that, that that's what it made me think that I was like, I wish people had been more open up front. I'm really proud of the way you handled it though. And I was worried that they weren't maybe, yeah, because they felt like they couldn't, or maybe just because they didn't realize like, oh, hey, I could actually just contact on one of the means of contact that they give us. You know, maybe sometimes you just don't think of it. So yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure people knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really, like I said, I'm, I hope that this starts a conversation or at least opens the door to further lines of communication. I mean, we love you guys. At the end of the day, we just want to make connections and grow as people. And yeah, yeah I, I feel like I made some strides towards my personal growth this week. Cool. All um, right. <laughs> so real quick, I talked about last week how I've been trying to advocate for myself at work and it wasn't really going anywhere, but this week I officially got Wednesdays off at my job. Um, my mental health has been really struggling and I don't have health insurance and I felt like I didn't have any time, like free time through the week to deal with this stuff and it was getting really bad. And so I was thinking back to other periods in my life where I was working full time and doing school full time and trying to balance everything and my mental health mm -hmm. got really bad then too. And I mm -hmm. And Facebook <laughs> reminded me that I had made a post saying, I reduced my hours to 32 and my mental health is so much better. This is so important. <laughs> this is like 22 year old me saying this. And yeah, me, yeah. 30 year old me is reading this like, God damn it. That's what I need to do. I need to like cut down on my hours and like maybe make less money. But like the, the price is my mental health, you know, that's priceless. Yeah. So I did that. I had that conversation with my boss. It went very smoothly. And starting awesome. next week, I'll have... Wednesday's off. So yeah, Sweet. I'll be trying to, you know, explore my healthcare options a little more and make maybe make some appointments, but also have more time to devote to stuff like this podcast. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's all I'll say about that for now. But I'm really proud of myself for making that happen. Speaking of work things, you just reminded me that this would probably help me. But uh, I only got to do it yesterday because all of like, our bosses and management were gone. <laughs> so he suggested, I, I snuck Pico into work yesterday. <laughs> I saw that on your Instagram. Oh, listeners, if you, for some reason, don't follow Pico Suave on Instagram, that is Lauren's dog and her prime method of communication. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so good. It was once I realized that I enjoyed his Instagram way more than my own, but all my friends are still on there. So yeah, I just respond through his. <laughs> 
we cannot go on another pet tangent, at least not this early in the episode. We will go on more later, as as right. you'll see. Um, cool. Well, I am so ready to learn yeah. <laughs> what will help me when nothing helps, because... <laughs> Yeah. God damn. Give us um, some ideas, public at large. Okay, so we asked our listeners, what helps when nothing really helps? And we got two voicemails that I want to play right off the top. Cool. All right. So first voicemail is so from... Which one are we going to pull up? Heather. I want to play Heather's first. Okay. Uh, do you want to tell listeners again who Heather is? Um, Heather is somebody that I knew from one of those uh, myriad online communities that popped up saying like we're not exactly pro ed we're not exactly pro recovery we're just kind of here for you all to bitch (laughs) those are my favorites yeah but it was around so many years that i feel like people you know formed really close friendships so i mean i probably met her around like 2006 2007 that's insane yeah I, i met her in person once when i lived in chicago she came there and yeah we've just always stayed in touch and she's really cool (laughs) She is really cool. Let's play her voicemail. Okay. Hey guys, this is Heather. I am answering the pickle poll. What helps when nothing really helps? As I sit in the drive-thru pharmacy line for my cat's insulin, he has had a diabetes relapse after we thought he was in remission and he's having trouble breathing and I just lost my mother-in-law and things have been absolute fucking shit and nothing has really helped nothing has helped no amount of friends who reach out no amount of hugs no amount of messages no amount of phone calls that I'm just completely like ignoring and uh, isolating myself from everyone who loves me Um, nothing helps when nothing helps nothing fucking helps that's my answer right now but I think it does sort of circle back around because even shit is temporary, uh, so is nothing helping. Nothing helping is going to be temporary. So eventually, like, one of my friends sent me squishmallows in the mail, which was so sweet. And then I'm forced to reach out and, you know, be like, thank you or, or something. Um, I have a wonderful therapist and I've had to skip so many appointments, but... Eventually, I'm sitting in the chair talking to her, and um, I feel like I might live, you know? Um, Maybe a hug from one of my kids. When nothing helps, there will just be small moments that you don't expect. And somehow you're like, this has got to be temporary. It has to be, you know? So when nothing helps, nothing else fucking helps, and you just got to wait it out, like like a fucking storm I have felt so helpless the last six months and nothing's helped Uh, but I do know that there are people who love me and I do know that on the other side of this there's got to be something some normalcy at some point like it has to be there there has to be normalcy Um, so I guess like when nothing helps, you got to hold out just a tiny fucking shred of hope, if you can manage. And that's my answer. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, we love you, Heather. <laughs> I know. That's so fucking real. As I was listening to that one, I was feeling like, you know, when you ask a total, like, personal opinion question, and you say, like, there are no, like, wrong answers to that, but I still felt like, you got the right answer. <laughs> Yeah, like, there's not really a right answer, but that was the right answer. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to play hers right off the top because honestly, she hit the nail on the head. Like when nothing helps, mm-hmm. nothing fucking helps. And sometimes exactly. all you can do is just hold on a little bit longer, even if you feel like you can't. It's just the little yeah. moments, that, those unexpected moments she was talking about that can make the difference between life and death. Yeah, as she was describing that, then it was it was such a familiar feeling. I remember times where it's like, yeah, nothing helps and nothing continues to help until at some point something does start to help. But you're yeah. right. Oh, my God. <laughs> you yeah. can try a million things and nothing helps. And then, yes, eventually you get to a point where it's like, oh, well, you know what? Today, playing some music helped or snuggling with my animals helped. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, we'll get to animals later. So many people wrote in about that. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> I wanted to say, Heather, I can hear the pain in your voice. And six months is a long time to deal with this shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I just can remember feeling exactly like that. Just being at the end of my rope, wondering, like, it's been months without change. How long can I hold out? And that moment that she talks about where she realizes that she might live like, yeah, I've had a few moments like that in my life, yeah. like maybe usually like right after I made the decision to go to treatment, whether it was for my alcohol abuse or for my bulimia or whatever, there's that moment where you like commit to it. And it's like, those are the moments where I just break down in tears because I, I realize that I've been holding all this stuff in me. And once I finally like take that step, I'm really I'm realizing like, holy shit, I, I was so close to like losing everything. And now I'm gonna live and like mm-hmm. that's exhausting to think about. It's so many feelings, you know. Yeah. <laughs> have you had any moments like that? Um, I definitely have. I I can't think offhand. But when you said that, I was feeling like yeah. Sometimes where I just feel like I'm just going to just basically drop out of life. Um, yeah, because that's a good way to put it. Nothing here for me. Yeah, and then it it just it seems like you're never going to care about anything. And then I have had those moments where just like something suddenly feels like oh. I am excited about, you know, this one like teeny tiny little thing tomorrow or next week. And it's just like, oh, wow, there's there's a thing in my life that makes me feel like it's all not just pointless bullshit. Oh, my God, totally. And the fact that you can't think of any like big story off the top of your head is like proof that it doesn't have to be a big thing. Like it it often is the little things like I've been really into decorating my house with thrift store finds this week. And it's pointless. I mean, it's not pointless, but that's, you know, what I tell myself. I'm like, this is pointless. What is this for? No one comes to my house. I just sit here all day alone with my cats and like my partner. But like, it it matters. Those are the little things. I'm like, I can't die today because my Amazon package (laughs) is coming tomorrow. (laughs) I was just going to say, it can literally be as simple as, you know, I get a a notice that it's like, oh, new season of uh, such and such show is, you know, going to be on Netflix (laughs) next week. And I'm like, oh, cool. I love that show. (laughs) I can just start watching the next season next week. People have mentioned that example on the podcast before. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anything else to say about Heather's voicemail? It was so good. Uh, Like, I feel extremely raw, like just listening to it. I feel like we've been invited to see this like raw part of her life. And that's really scary. And I really appreciate it. Yeah. And I I know the the other thing that it did make me think of, because I I made this comment um, somewhere else recently, was I feel like anytime, especially anytime I've started with like a new doctor or a new therapist or something like that. And I'm talking about um, my depression because I just feel like everyone has the same things that they say over and over again. So if they're like brand new to me talking about this, I want to go in and be like, Hey, so um, I have been trying to uh, fix my sleep schedule. I've been getting exercise so many times a day. I've been scheduling things that I can get out and do. And I'm still fucking depressed. Now tell me what, what you think. And they try to give <laughs> like, you all... Don't suggest all this bullshit. I've already done it. It's kind of like you go to a beginner karate class and then halfway <laughs> through you casually mention, by the way, I'm a black belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it feels like every time I see a new therapist. (laughs) Yes. I'm a black belt in mental health. (laughs) Mental illness, at least. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Let's play Orion's voicemail. Okay. Uh, So Orion is an OG listener. He participates in a lot of the pickle polls, and we really appreciate it. And Uh yeah, I felt really called out in this voicemail. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready for it. Here we go. Yeah, I got to get this out really quick, so it's going to be a little rough, but um, I have a lot of thoughts about what helps me when nothing seems to help. I try to focus on the concept of damage control, doing things that are good for me, including stepping back from being a friend when I can't be who I want to be for others. I mean, still being a friend, but maybe you can't be the life of the party. Maybe you have to ask to be the person being cared for in the situation, advocating for your needs to be considered, drawing boundaries and finding alternatives when they are not being considered. Monitoring my use of substances is helpful um, and not shaming myself for them. Like 
if I need to smoke weed to calm down, I will. If I need caffeine to perk me up, I will use that. If I need some Advil uh, for my pain, I will use that. Like use the tools available to you and with gratitude and not compulsion. Uh, another thing that helps me is exercise. I always feel like exercise is not going to help me or I feel like I should do it out of obligation. But when you do it, even if you do it out of obligation, I'm still getting the physical benefits of that, the meditation, the dropping into my body and into the present moment, which can help me get out of like a bad mental spiral, no matter what kind of exercise it is. And I know, we know, we know eating real meals is important, not even just like for eating enough food. Like I could eat like the equivalent of a proper meal, just like eating bits here and there. But no, like it makes a difference to sit down and take the time to put together a meal and feed myself so that I feel cared for and I feel like I've accomplished something. I have cooked a meal and I have sat down and ate it and I have like considered that. And that does, it does have a resounding effect on the way that my body perceives the way it's being treated. And yeah, also taking care of hygiene is very important. Like having, if not having an extra shower isn't gonna hurt. Um, keeping your hair trimmed, like making myself look presentable as much as I think is frivolous. And, is very important for like feeling human. Also giving my brain like more nutritious entertainment fodder than just the internet. Uh, reading books, um, watching movies, even painting or playing music, you know, stuff that can kind of inspire your, your sense of self, your inner self and your inner delights. Yeah, and also cleaning up around me, keeping my space clean may not like help fix what I'm feeling or what I'm going through, but it sets up my future self for better outcomes. Like these habits just, they are not for me. Maybe they don't feel like they help now, but they are helping me out in the future. And I have to focus on the fact that that future still exists, even if I don't want to be living in the now. If you, if you just cannot be in the present moment, I find it helpful to focus on doing the next right thing and remembering that the smallest effort is better than doing nothing at all. Like one text to my mom is better than just constantly thinking, oh, I got to call my mom or having a 10 minute phone call with a friend if I can't go out and, and see them or taking a walk instead of like doing a shot of alcohol or only sleeping at night instead of sleeping during the day and being awake at night, keeping my phone across the room, or finally opening the library book that's been sitting there. Or writing a to-do list so that all of these like extra clutter and information doesn't have to live in my brain it, it, to just help keep my life together when life is feeling harder than is worth the effort. Remembering that I'm still worth the effort when I just don't feel, it, it just feels wrong, when everything feels wrong. And remembering that things change when we stay focused in the right direction. Like we may be walking through the dark forest of the human experience, but having patience and courage to keep going and determination like don't give in to despair and the scenery will change like keep moving forward like I'll, I'll look up from my tired feet and i'll feel that light again in the meantime wash dishes kiss your cat remember that discomfort is inevitable but it is not permanent you know peaks and valleys peaks and valleys and it'll all still be here later I hope that whatever you're going through right now, even if it feels like nothing is going to help, remember that everything you do is helping your, your future self and to just be kind to yourself in the present. Like it may not help, but it still matters. The, the small things, they all matter. Okay, bye. There's so much to unpack there. I know. <laughs> I love how he was talking about reading books and then all of a sudden you just start hearing pages flipping. I'm like, are you going to your books right now? Yeah. We're just like, speaking of, maybe I should just start reading a book. <laughs> maybe that's why his voicemails are so eloquent is because he takes notes beforehand and he has like an outline and shit. I don't know. That's how I would prepare. That's how I prepare to do anything like that. I'm not capable yeah, of just winging true. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was talking about... Uh, going on a walk instead of taking a shot of alcohol. I was laughing because I used to like, <laughs> I used to go on a laugh. walk and bring the alcohol with me. Oh, no. <laughs> I used to just like carry a water bottle of vodka in it around the neighborhood, like till 2am and just like, 
Yeah, that that was not being nice to my future self. Yeah, no. It's like, yeah, you, you give me this advice, well, <laughs> joke's on you, I'll do both. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Orion, we're giving you shit because what you said is super, super relatable. And yes, I feel a little bit called out, especially, oh my God, the food stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know we both kind of laughed at that, but very true. I mean, that's what I do. I will eat like intermittently. Is I, I said that mm-hmm. wrong. I will eat like sporadically throughout the day and, and not sit down for a real meal. And so <laughs> I guess I need to not do that. What are your thoughts? <laughs> there, there is something... Um... I, I was getting those um, those HelloFresh meals delivered for a oh, while. Oh, yeah, we did that for a while. And, yeah, you know, they give you everything to cook. And I realized I was just like, there's something kind of satisfying about actually cooking a meal for yourself. And yeah. <laughs> then having something real instead of, yeah, just like, um, I'm going to grab this uh, crackers and this instant pudding and... <laughs> yeah but with that said like it's so much it's still so much effort to do and so like I would never fault anyone for eating like a granola bar instead of sitting down to a homemade meal because at least they're still eating something you know harm exactly. reduction yeah it's <laughs> yeah on the opposite side you know don't be like I don't have the energy to make a meal so I guess I will just lay here and nothing <laughs> it's kind of like you were you were talking about your therapist giving you all the basic tips not knowing that you already knew them and tried tried them <laughs> i feel mm-hmm. like eating regular meals <laughs> is one of those things people tell you that it'll like help your mental health and then we kind of scoff at it but it really works like there's a reason these things are stereotypical tools something i know like at some point it's talking about like personal hygiene and things like that and I, I mean, I 100% agree with that. I've felt so many times like there, that is not going to help, but <laughs> just saying like taking a shower, I cannot like overemphasize that one enough. Yeah. I've, I remember like hearing the advice before of, you know, like if you feel like you, you just like can't even, you know, get yourself to shower, then it's just like at, if at a bare minimum, you can just turn the water on and sit on the on the floor of your shower and get wet that's like one step closer yeah that's better than nothing (laughs) yeah and just honestly yeah once i'm in the shower i'm like okay maybe i can soap my arms and legs and then i'm like okay maybe i can put some conditioner in my hair and then before i know it i'm like oh i i kind of took care of myself get out and i'm like oh wow it does feel better to be clean and smell nice oh who knew (laughs) yeah I want to talk about substances. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that is the main part of Orion's voicemail that called me out because he was talking about his own substance use. And we talked about it a lot on the last episode, so we won't go to, we won't repeat what we said. Yeah. I was going to say, a lot of what he said I felt like was really in line with some things that we'd said. Yeah. We talked about some gray areas, some things that might help in the moment or they might hurt in the moment. And I think substances definitely fall into that category, but I think he brings a brand new approach to it, which is using them as tools with Mm -hmm. gratitude and not compulsion. Yeah. And I want to unpack that a little bit. Okay. This is kind of tying into a conversation that I've been having with a few people this week about how guilty I feel using substances. Because we talked all about it on the episode last week. Like, I do it. It helps. I know it helps. I know it could be worse. But I still feel guilty about it. And one thing I've been hearing a lot this week is, like, everyone uses substances in some capacity. Maybe not everyone. That's a broad statement. But, like, think about all the people that use nicotine or caffeine. Like, caffeine is a big one. I mean, Orion mentioned, like, fucking Advil. Like, these are all tools available to us. And sure, some of them have the capacity to really fuck you up. But everything does. Mm -hmm. You know? I I loved that he mentioned Advil specifically because uh, that's, like, I related to that because I know there's times where I've tried to um, just kind of, like, judge, like is this really like bad enough pain for me to yeah take a Tylenol or an Advil? Because I don't want to start like depending on it and thinking yes. every time something hurts, I got to pop more. <laughs> I think there's so much stigma about depending on it, anything. Mm-hmm. And like, we should know by now, like, I feel like that's the oldest 
comparison in the book is like the diabetes comparison to addiction. Like you wouldn't judge a diabetic for using insulin every day. And then there's people on like medication assisted (laughs) treatment, like, you know, methadone or suboxone and they're like getting stigma for taking this like life-saving medicine. And it's like, (laughs) you could look at every substance you use in this way. Um, And I think in the, in the situation we're talking about where nothing else helps I think it's really helpful to look at them as tools in this situation. Yeah, if, if you realize that, yeah, some sort of substance is actually going to help and it's not going to cause more harm instead, then I agree. I think that there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I've been vaping and chugging a monster since I sat down to record this. Full disclosure. Oh gosh, yeah. No, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been vaping almost more than I've been breathing. <laughs> That's the sound clip we used at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) No context. (laughs) Okay, um, we got a ton of comments for this question, so we should get started. So um, I put up this question on our Instagram for the podcast, but I also put it up on my own personal story to see what kind of responses I get. So a lot of these were sent to me personally. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I just got to say, my friends are the best. Like, (laughs) I got, like... So many wise answers. Um, let's start with a comment from our Instagram from at Mookers1, which isn't that your friend Stacy? It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Stacy. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So read what she said. Uh, so on our Instagram, she said, my cats. And I see on Facebook, she said nothing, which... I just, I felt, I when I saw that, I was like, this actually perfectly embodies Heather's voicemail. Yeah. Because, you know, she, she, <laughs> she like, put it out there at first. It's just like, yeah, nothing, as we know. But yeah. then eventually something, which in this case would be cats, because we also know that pets are helpful. I think she said cats first, and then she, okay. also, <laughs> then she took the step above and beyond and also commented on her Facebook. But this time she said nothing. So I'm a little worried about you, Stacey. <laughs> You changed well, from my cats to nothing. <laughs> I mean, I know that she has been in a rough spot for yeah. a long time. But also so. same. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I can relate. Um, speaking of cats, I took mm-hmm. all of the cat comments and put them together. <laughs> <laughs> so Chloe says, my cat for real. AD says, cats. Cats. Abby, my sister-in-law, says, burying my face in my cat's fur. And then, of course, you know, Heather and Orion both mentioned cats as well. Um, I found it interesting, Lauren, that there were no Mm -hmm. comments about dogs. Maybe we just have more cat people than our listeners. Maybe it's just (laughs) proof that cats are superior. Except for Pico. Pico is superior (laughs) to all other pets. (laughs) As Pico is sitting on my lap and I can feel his little heartbeat. Uh, on my leg, which that is one of the main things from him that I feel like, like makes me feel better. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Heart. <laughs> I mean, we can't say it enough. Pets no. are amazing for your mental health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you want to read the next comment? We're just going to go down and. Okay. Um, so Mads said, really leaning into basic needs like sleep, food, and water and creating space to feel my knee, my <laughs> creating space to feel my feels in a supportive and safe way and drenching myself in self-compassion. Yeah, that's a hard one. That's a really <laughs> hard one. And I think like those things that we've been talking about, like hygiene can be a way to do that for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like sh- yeah. showing yourself, like giving yourself that that self-care, giving yourself that self-care. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, if you... if you, Yeah, you get to a point where you feel like you don't even deserve it, and it's just like, well, just be nice to yourself anyway. If you had a child under your care, you wouldn't withhold, like, showers or food from them. You know, like, you would do everything to give them their basic needs. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, like, extend that same compassion to yourself. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. Um, Jacqueline of the Binge Breakers podcast says, just letting it suck and knowing it's temporary. I do try many different coping tactics, but on hard days when nothing works, uh, when nothing's working, I do my best to just accept the suck till I can sleep (laughs) and reset. Again, just waiting it out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's hard. Yeah, this this seems to be a recurring theme, but it's just because it's true. (laughs) Yeah. 
Paula says car karaoke sessions for sure. I I loved when I saw that one because that reminded me of um so something that someone taught me a while ago is you know how there's the like the, there's always the the karaoke versions of songs um on YouTube. I did not know that. Oh yeah, cuz like a lot of those um private karaoke places now, they actually just you just pull it up on YouTube cuz there's oh. like karaoke versions of almost every song. But so so there's somebody I know that told me that they created a playlist on YouTube of like all these karaoke versions and then they play it in their car and it's like they literally have car karaoke. Oh my god, that's genius. And that doesn't <laughs> cost anything. Exactly. I'm not a karaoke person. I've done karaoke once in my life and I was drunk and it was like a really old arcade fire song that no one knew. So like <laughs> Anyway, Thank you, Paula. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things that people that are kind of similar to that. So I'm kind of hopping around now. No, that's fine. So Tina said, oddly enough, watching the LOTR movies, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one so much because I'm a huge Lord of the Rings nerd. Lord of the Rings, in case everyone's not as big a nerd as we are. Oh, yeah. LOTR <laughs> equals LOTR, Lord yeah. of the Rings. Whatever. Um, if you yeah. know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I'm not affiliated with the new Lord of the Rings movies and shows, by the no, way. I am talking no. about the books and the Peter Jackson yes. trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then Mana, who is a treatment friend of mine, says Nintendo Switch. So like stuff Agreed. like that, like <laughs> that's I think when you can use technology in your favor. You know, whether mm-hmm. it's car karaoke or gaming or like watching something on TV, like that's when you should really just embrace zoning out. Yep. It is for moments <laughs> like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, why don't you read some now? Um, so... Which ones, like, jump out at you? Olivia said putting my phone down, putting on a positive show, and going the fuck to sleep. <laughs> Resetting my brain like that usually helps a lot. Oh, yeah. She's the second person to use that word reset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you found that to be true? Um, yeah, I agree. Like... I, I get that point that where she's at, where it's just kind of like, even if you don't think that you're tired or it doesn't feel right, it's like, you know what? I just need to, th- this day is done. It's, yeah. it's gotten as shitty as it can. It's I a just wash. need to wake up tomorrow and start over. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Like just cutting your losses and realizing, okay, I have this magical reset called sleep. I'm going to cash that in now and I'm going to wake up and tomorrow's going to be a new day. That moment when you wake up and you forget about all the shitty things for a second and you're, you feel like mm-hmm. it's a brand new day and then you remember. <laughs> but yes. that moment is like a high. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it does help. Another one I, I, can, I haven't read the whole thing, but I can just see scanning it that I love it is um, Claire says... Cute impulse purchase, uh, a day not talking to anyone, taking myself out on a date, sugary treat, video call mom, play The Sims, listen to Blackpink, make a new playlist, rearrange my entire apartment, or dye my hair. (laughs) Those are all things I do. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Except listen to Blackpink. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not really into K-pop, but... um, Yeah. But yeah, those are such great suggestions. This week, I dyed my hair pink again. Oh, cool. I I was hoping that you'd do a fun color again soon. (laughs) Yeah, it was half black and half green for a while. And then I dyed the blonde, uh, I dyed the green part brown. And then I got sick of Mm -hmm. that and it's back to pink now. And it helped. Like nothing about my life changed because I dyed my hair. But at the same time, it does make you feel better. Like Orion was talking about outward appearances and like how he's hesitant to focus Mm -hmm. on his appearance because it makes him feel frivolous. That's the word he used. And I can relate to that. Yeah. Like, especially as a woman, I feel like there's so much pressure to like put on makeup every day and like look presentable. And for a while, I felt really guilty about the fact that I put makeup on every day because like I've been through periods where I couldn't go out if I didn't have makeup on and it was toxic. And then I I tried wearing makeup less and that felt empowering a little bit, but also I didn't feel mm-hmm. as confident. And so I'm at this place now where I'm like, I'm putting on makeup because I want to and because it makes me feel good. And it's art. You know, at the end of the day, it's like in a way I express creativity. I, I love that because that you you are exactly like in line with me. I, I definitely, I probably until I was 30, I would not dare leave the house without makeup. Yeah, um, I, yeah just. <laughs> yeah, I'm 30 now. Right. This is a new thing for me. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, just like did not feel like I could be seen that way. There was no way I would be comfortable enough. So c- congratulations. You're 30 at that point. <laughs> like your skin and stuff like that starts to make it possible for you to be able to go out without makeup. Possibly. At least that's <laughs> I mean, how I still, be. I got yeah. like five new pimples last night. I'm, I'm wearing five <laughs> pimple patches on my face as we speak. I'm so happy this is not a video <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but I, but I, I know for me, yeah, like similar to that, then it was like, well, once I was able to, and I could experiment with that sometimes, like, oh, I can wear less. I could even like maybe go out without sometimes, but I, I liked to. And so I usually still would, but then I would see, like, once it became an option, I felt like, you know, I'd see people that are like, oh, I never wear makeup. And I was just like, oh, you know, like, am I being, yeah, like a tool or a fake? Because I always do. But I realized, like you said, it was like, no, it's something I like. I enjoy it. I, yeah, I see it as an art form on my face. Yeah. And so why shouldn't I, why should I feel bad about wearing makeup all the time? Because I like it. Using it with <laughs> gratitude and not compulsion. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. Some more comments. Um, my friend Lucy Sarah says, calling an old friend and talking about their life, recreating a day where I felt happy, enjoying that day. And I love that because like, honestly, Mm -hmm. I had a really bad day this week and out of the blue, my brother Andrew called. And then later in the day, my mom called out of the blue and they were both moments where I was feeling really low and just talking to them about like nothing in particular, just like laughing about inside jokes and like telling them how shitty I felt and then just talking about, you know, stupid shit. It helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And just like thinking about the past like past memories i think is a reminder that this shit is temporary like heather said you know there was a past and you were happy like sometimes it helps to remember that because like there is a future too and you have the capacity to be happy again like it's nice to remember the old times sometimes yeah like just because you can't see when it's going to change doesn't mean it never is (laughs) yeah I've been really bad about reaching out to old friends. I need to, I'm, I've been inspired now. I'm, I'm always bad at that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't put pressure uh, on yourself to do it. Sophie says, telling myself that I can just exist for a while, not expecting anything else from myself. Yeah. Which good. I mean, that again, plays into a lot of things we've said that you, you don't have to, I don't know, you don't have to force yourself to feel good, like yeah. for the benefit of others. Yeah, I mean, Ella says a person I can trust holding me or a person I trust holding me the way I want, letting me either talk about it or just cry. And then like Nicole says, getting stoned off my gourd and distracting myself <laughs> until it's time I for like bed. that one too. <laughs> until it's time for bed and then sleeping and doing it all over again. Yeah, and then Alyssa also, hey. my sister-in-law Alyssa also said avoiding all my problems by going to sleep. So a lot of the same thing. It's like just getting through the moment, just slipping into survival mode for a second and putting all the pressure off yourself to do anything quote unquote meaningful or productive mm-hmm. and smoking is great getting stoned <laughs> off your gourd as Nicole yes. said <laughs> I like that using it responsibly yeah responsible stoning uh, off your gourd lo- looks like we, we got a bonus comment from Orion in addition to the voicemail so oh yeah <laughs> it says it sucks but it helps me to ask for help Straight up humble, trusting self-advocacy. Trusting self-advocacy. I mean, that bears a lot of weight for me this week because of what I just, the story I told about advocating for myself at work. Like, yeah, I've really kind of like, this sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, but I've kind of, I kind of impressed myself just like I would be too. <laughs> realizing that no one else is going to change my situation and I have very limited control, but I'm going to do what I can. I have to trust myself to advocate for myself. And like, I trusted myself and it, it worked out this time. It doesn't always, but like, no one's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Just do what you can do. All you can do is right. all you can do. Exactly. <laughs> um, Sid says, giving myself a few minutes to envision my chest opening and the void coming out and flowing all around until it escapes <sighs> through the window. It gets trapped inside me and needs to escape. Also jerking off. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the first part, it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, my mom listens to this podcast. I'm not going to elaborate on that one. But um, I love that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, I love that answer so much. Um, there's a lot that gets trapped inside you. Yeah. And I don't know, just making use of some sort of visualiz- visualization. We have already established we can talk. Oh, <laughs> oh have we? Cool. <laughs> I don't no, know sorry. if they're convinced. <laughs> I don't know if I'm convinced. 
No. <laughs> yeah, visualization exercises like that. Um, I like mm-hmm. to journal. Like, I don't really know how to draw. Like, I'm an artist, but I can't draw. And so that's really frustrating for me sometimes because I can't, like, <laughs> translate that visualization. And so, like, yeah. writing helps for me. Um, audio journals, just pulling out my phone and recording, like, a free-form thought process. Like, that really helps me. And sometimes I do that. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing all the shitty things just, like, leaving me and floating out the window. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't say that, but... I don't know. What, yeah. what kind of, have you ever done anything like that? I was just thinking how I know sometimes there's a few certain songs that I just kind of, I don't know, almost against my will. I feel like the, it just like has entered my head, like sort of like a scene or a picture or something. And, you know, once I realized that, like I access those to just, yeah, kind of like take my head away for a minute. I know it's like, oh, if I play this song somewhere that I can just, you know, kind of like close my eyes or lay down or whatever and just, you know, like let my, my brain do what it does. And I just kind of like follow that like picture that's the song promotes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm unable to have these visualizations sometimes without music. Mm-hmm. Like music really helps get my thoughts into a place where I'm not distracted by external things and I'm just able yeah. to focus on my thoughts. And sometimes I don't want to focus on my thoughts. Like my thoughts are scary sometimes but then that's when I play music that kind of reflects that, if it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like sometimes you've been in your head so long that you're just like, I need to get out of my head for a minute. I'll come back. But <laughs> Yeah. Now. Oh, my God. I uh, went to a show last night in Baltimore with Brett, and um, it was something that I was really nervous about because you know, I've been really struggling with my depression and anxiety lately. And the last time I went to a live show, I had to leave early and all this stuff. Um, And so I definitely put myself out of my comfort zone. But when I like once I just kind of sat back and let it happen, like realizing that this is not about me, and no one else can tell like if I'm having an anxiety attack, like, like, no one's looking at me. I always think people are like paying attention to me and like, just stepping back and letting it happen. I put myself out of my comfort zone, but it was nice to just realize that there's other stuff going on outside of me and I'm capable of enjoying it and participating in it. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes yeah. we get so caught up in our mental health. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it every week on the podcast. Sometimes I worry that like <laughs> I let it consume me a little bit too much. And uh, it's, it's just on, on Saturday morning and then I totally forget. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> What other wisdom do you have? (laughs) I contain feeling fucked up to about an hour and a half on Saturday. (laughs) Then I'm done. (laughs) So so that means you're leading the episode on compartmentalization. (laughs) I I don't even know if I said that right. I think so. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely want to try out some of these this week. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I need to reflect on them. Like they're so good. Yeah, I I do like the the last one that we were talking about a lot. I I now feel like I want to actually like try some sort of like visualization thing, like specifically see what I can do with it. <laughs> Seriously, um, mm-hmm. and if you guys get anything out of this, like let us know, and we'll see that the person who gave the tip hears that they helped someone. Oh, I, I also yeah, I I want to um make make a YouTube playlist like I told you about, so I can do karaoke in my car. I've totally forgotten about that. Oh my that. god, yes. What would be on your car karaoke playlist? Oh, I don't even know. Right right now, I feel like um, probably I would go to some of the stuff, the, the last band that I you know was in that didn't work out. Like I feel like I'd pull up a lot of things that I had wished that I could have done with them. Oh, you know, like so covers and stuff? Yeah, like like things that I was hoping to be able to perform, but you know, like that all went south and I wasn't given the opportunity that I thought I was going to. Do you so, sing? Yeah. What? Yeah, like in, in my original band, that's what that's what I did. I played keyboard and was their lead singer. I didn't know that. I'm now I'm embarrassed. Damn. Oh. I'm impressed. We um we, we have recordings. I could share some with you. Oh yeah, I'm sure the listeners would love to hear that. <laughs> Unless you were talking about just me. No, no. I mean, we put them on Spotify. So, you know, uh, Little Missiles, if you want to look it up. Little Missiles. I'm going to look it up. Give us those downloads. 
Yeah. Uh, All my old band members will contact me and be like, how did we get so many thousands this month? I don't do karaoke, but... My sister Bonnie and I are going to sing a little peep song together just <laughs> for, you know, to troll everybody. Um, I don't know if I have anything else to add. I enjoyed this. I really enjoyed <laughs> this. Y'all really showed up. We appreciate it so much when we can just show up and like read y'all's answers. Yeah, <laughs> basically let you guys run the show. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Five stars, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Whose topic is it next week? I forget. I think oh, it's, it's mine. It's yours. And I know because I have had mine for like two weeks <gasps> and I've just been sitting on it and, and I've been like looking like, when when's the next one that it's my topic? I'm like, when's it coming up? Okay, oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, tune in next week for Lauren's topic. I'm super excited. I have no idea what it is. As usual. <laughs> and um, Lauren, give them a little rambling promotion. Um, well, like we said up top, then there's so many ways to contact us and we want you to do it. We have a Facebook, which is Pickles and Vodka. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Facebook. I never listen when, when Christina gives the actual names. <laughs> I just know we have one. Search Pickles and Vodka podcast on Facebook. And then we're on Instagram at Pickles and Vodka podcast. Oh, we also have an email. So if you really have something you yeah. want to send us, like if you really want to get into it, uh, long form, which is my love language, <laughs> then um, yeah, pickles and vodka podcast at gmail.com. My personal Instagram, if you want to contact me, is at XTina Jumper. And mine that I talk to on is, is at Pico Suave. Suave spelled S A U V E. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, hit us up. Tell us how good we're doing, how bad we're doing, what you got out of this. Uh, if you have any topics that you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, we're here for you. <laughs> we're here for you. <laughs> this is your podcast, too. <laughs> I mean, this is just a, a long-form experiment to increase my validation levels. <laughs> <laughs> also like we said up top we just want people to like us <laughs> we just want people to like us um but you know what <laughs> if that's not possible then we'll just get ourselves to like us i, I want to yeah. like myself is what i'm trying to say yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah focus on things you can do this week to foster self-love yeah and and if nothing is gonna help then just let nothing help until something does yeah this shit's temporary mm-hmm. all right <laughs> I think that means we're done. That means we're done. Oh my god. We've officially run out of things to say. Yeah, I yeah. All right, bye y'all. We'll see you next time. <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.